Hello, everybody. Today we are doing an advice session about fashion. A bunch of fashion stuff. You know, there's like a lot of holiday shit coming up where we need to dress up, holiday parties, stuff like that. I'll be addressing some of that. Addressing um, some of the trends over the past year. Advice on just overall how to dress and feel your best. That kind of, did that rhyme? Did, does dress in best? No, that doesn't rhyme. Okay, sorry. Moving on. Fashion advice session. It's going to be fun. You guys asked me questions on the Twitter at AG Podcast. And I'm going to do my best to give you the best advice possible. This fashion advice session is actually presented by Macy's. And a lot of the trends that we're going to talk about in today's episode, you can find at Macy's.com or on my custom gift guide at Macy's.com slash Emma. I handpicked everything on that list and it's full of a lot of my favorite pieces and trends for the season. And it's a perfect gift guide for you guys if you're looking for some new items or you're stuck on what to gift somebody this holiday season. So go check it out. I know I mentioned Ugg boots and cashmere in this episode. Um, and those are on my Macy's list. And much more. So go check it out. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Unlike this podcast, some things in life should be boring. Like banking. Because boring is pragmatic and responsible level-headed, and wise. All the things that you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money. Because when your money is doing what you need it to do, you can do all the unboring things you want to do with it. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. So somebody said, Hey Emma, because of my religion, I can only wear skirts and nothing that shows skin. So only t-shirts and sweaters. I struggle a lot to put outfits together because nowadays almost everybody wears jeans. Do you have any advice on how I can still look fashionable? Absolutely. I know that silhouettes of clothing play a huge role 
in trends. And so you might feel stuck, right? I totally can see how this would be frustrating. But at the same time, there's so much more to fashion than just the silhouette of clothing. You know, like the silhouette being how pants fit or how a top fits. Um, There's so much more to fashion than those elements. And I think what you could have a lot of fun with is colors. Because color and you know pattern is just as important as silhouette when it comes to fashion and clothing and because you might be limited on the silhouette side of things you know like what types of pieces that you can buy it sounds like there's no limit in what types of patterns and colors that you can wear and so I think you just have to have fun with that Start leaning into, you know, bolder colors, maybe, you know, play around with some color blocking, like wearing, you know, say like a bright yellow skirt with like a burgundy sweater and like some black, cool, chunky leather shoes. That is extremely fashionable and it still fits in the criteria of your religion, you know? You might have to think outside of the box a little bit because you're working under some limitations here, right? But let it be inspiring to you. You know, like, how can I get myself outside of my box? You know, how can I change my perspective on my limitations when it comes to fashion and turn it into a strength in a sense? You know, like the most creative ideas come out of some form of limitation do you know what I mean like when you have to step outside of the box to be creative you end up creating even cooler stuff and my point of that is is that because you have limitations you're going to be forced to work a little bit harder to get creative but that's not necessarily a bad thing because you might come up with stuff that someone without those limitations would have never come up with you know like a really cool new way to layer a sweater or a sweater vest or something like that under a long sleeve shirt you know like you might come up with some cool shit so the first step to that is to stop looking at your clothing limitations as a bad thing it's not a bad thing you know you just have to adapt and get a little bit more creative and that's okay and that's actually exciting Play around with colors and patterns too. Like truly, like have fun with it. You know, get like a cool, you know, long plaid skirt and pair it with a white button down shirt and then put a cool sweater vest over it. That's a sick outfit. Find a really cool long black skirt and pair it with a kind of modern looking puffer jacket and pair that with some like platform sneakers or something sick outfit there are endless options for you somebody said how to make basic enough outfits that also don't look repetitive my strategy for this is to have a staple outfit and then to build around it so for example my staple outfit is a pair of Levi's and a white tank top or a white t-shirt of some sort And then I build around that, right? So 
with that base outfit of the white shirt in the blue jeans, I can build hundreds of outfits around that by just changing up my jacket and my shoes and my accessories. And it always looks like a completely different outfit, yet I'm only changing a few of the elements, but the foundation of the outfit stays the same. So find out what your staple outfit is. You know, it might be a black skirt, black loafers and a white button up. It might be the same thing as me, a white t-shirt and blue jeans. It might be a pair of black pants and a black shirt. It might be a white turtleneck in black pants or khaki pants. You know what I mean? Like find your staple outfit. That's step one. And then have a little fun finding unique accessories and unique jackets and stuff like that. Unique belts even um, that you can pair with that very simple outfit to transform it into a, a full new outfit, right? So that you have this foundation staple outfit and you can just mix and match the shoes, jacket and accessories every day to kind of change it up. And then there you go. And the thing about having a foundation outfit in your closet is that it's almost like you have a uniform and it makes life a lot easier, but it's something that you can rely on. You know what I mean? And it's also something that doesn't feel repetitive to the people that see your outfit every day because you're spicing it up every day. You know, you're wearing a different jacket. You're wearing a different pair of shoes. I'll give you an example. You know, like my staple outfit is the white tank top and the blue jeans. And <clears throat> one day I might wear that outfit with a pair of Doc Martens and a race car jacket or something to do kind of more of like a, a motorcycle vibe, right? And maybe I'll wear some black sunglasses and maybe I'll put on a hat like a trucker hat of sorts, not a trucker hat, but like a hat, okay? And then I have one look, right? And then the next day I might be like, you know what, I wanna go a different direction. So I might wear a pair of clean white sneakers and a cardigan for a little bit more of a preppy look. And then the next day I might wear a pair of loafers and a sweater vest with that outfit. All of those outfits look completely different and have a completely different vibe, but they all are based around that foundation outfit. Somebody said, I have a friend that's really into fashion and I wanna get her something for Christmas, but buying clothes for somebody else is really hard. Any advice? I, I Clothes are really hard to gift somebody because they're so incredibly personal. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially when it comes to sizing and things like that. I think that clothing gifts can be really difficult. So for a fashion lover in your life, instead of, you know, getting someone a pair of pants or a shirt, think more accessories. For example, a really cool scarf or a really cool beanie or a really cool pair of socks or a really cute bag or some cute jewelry like I would say go the accessory route because that's a lot safer 
But if you do want to go the clothing route, I think doing something that tends to fit a little bit more loosely, like maybe a sweater or a coat of some sort, like that's a great gift too, because the sizing on things like that is a little bit more flexible. Although if you do find something that is just so perfect for somebody, but you're not really, you know, sure on their size, you could always get them a gift receipt. You know what I mean? It's obviously like, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking gift receipt. Genius, like good work, like thanks. Um, But like, as long as you provide them with like the proper receipt and stuff, you can't really go wrong. But I would say going the accessory route is the way to go. Oh my God, a good pair of sunglasses is a great gift. I know that sunglasses are like super personal to people's faces, but at the same time, like I've gotten sunglasses as a gift and it's never been a problem. Somebody said, how to feel okay with being different sizes in different stores. I know that this is so tough because like our, you know, society in a way puts a lot of emotion and judgment around sizing. Um, I don't know why that is, because if you really look at what sizing is, it's not about anything more than just finding the size that fits your body best. It, It doesn't have anything to do with anything else. It shouldn't carry any emotional weight, you know, because it's literally just a mechanism for you to find a piece that fits you perfectly. And the truth of the matter is, a lot of people say this and it's kind of a cliche, but it's extremely true. Like clothes are meant to fit you. You're not meant to fit clothes, if that makes sense. Like clothing is made to fit you. So whatever size or label that might be under, who fucking cares? Who cares if it fits you right and you feel comfortable and you feel confident in it? That's all that matters. I'm a different size in every store that I shop at every single store. And it used to kind of bug me for sure. But I got to a point where I was like, this doesn't fucking mean anything. Like putting on a pair of pants that fit me perfectly is such a great feeling. No matter what size the pants are. Who cares? Putting on a pair of pants that fit me properly, that make me feel comfortable is so great. You know what I mean? It's such a great feeling and it makes me leave the house with so much more confidence. And that feeling to me outweighs the emotional baggage that comes with the stupid sizing on clothing at the store. Like another thing that you can do is Let's say you buy a pair of pants and the size on them is kind of bothering you, you know, because maybe you're a different size in this one store and that size might make you feel weird. It might make you uncomfortable because that's maybe not normally the size that you are. Cut it out of your fucking pants. Get home, cut the tag out of your pants and forget that the size was ever there because guess what? It doesn't matter. Clothing is meant to make you feel good and is supposed to be comfortable and that's it. Look at the size 
as a mechanism in order to figure out which piece is going to fit you best and nothing more than that. If you can teach yourself to look at size as simply a mechanism and a tool, that is one of the best things that you can do for yourself if you're struggling with that. It's hard, but you just have to remember that it's not important at all and it holds no significance. What holds significance is how you walk into a room wearing an outfit that you feel comfortable in and that's that. Somebody said, I have a work Christmas party coming up and I'm thinking of making the dress myself. I'm not very experienced in the sewing department. Is this a fantastic or a terrible idea? I think it's a great idea, but I will say that sewing is really hard <laughs> and it can be a little bit frustrating. So what I think you do is plan a backup outfit just in case, you know, just in case, and then try sewing this dress anyway. But it's just good to have a backup outfit because the thing about doing something creative like sewing a dress, for example, the thing about doing something like that is that you'll have the most fun doing it if you know that if it doesn't work out, it'll be okay. If you have a backup outfit, then you can sew this dress being like, hey, I'm just going to do my best. And if it doesn't work out and, you know, it ends up turning out a little weird and I don't really feel comfortable wearing it, I have a backup option. When you remove the pressure from the project, it will make the project so much more enjoyable. So I think plan a little backup outfit. And if you're like, Emma, what do I wear to a Christmas party? I don't know. I need Christmas party holiday party outfit inspo. This is my formula, okay? This is my formula when it comes to semi-formal parties or events. The first direction that you can go, and personally my favorite, is a monochromatic outfit. So picking a color. Let's say you choose navy blue and buying a navy blue turtleneck, a navy blue pair of slacks, pants, something like that, and pairing it with like a fun pop of a shoe. So maybe like a brown boot or something. And then matching the boot to the accessories. So if we're doing a brown boot, throw in a brown bag and maybe a brown jacket, right? That's an easy way to just have a sophisticated, classy, clean outfit. And you can do that with other colors. You could do that with black. You could wear a black turtleneck or a black button-up of some sort, some cute black pants, you know, and maybe you want to do a black and white look. So you could do white boots, white bag, white jacket. Done. Throw on some jewelry to spice it up, call it a day. That's kind of what I tend to do. Um, but another direction that you could go is the dress route. If you're somebody who likes to wear dresses, a dress is a great route to go because it's kind of like an all-in-one outfit. You know what I'm saying? A dress takes care of pants and top for you. You know what I mean? Because it's all-in-one. And you can have fun with a longer dress, you know, like one that goes down to your ankles. And you can make it a little bit more casual, right? Because I know that one of my biggest fears is showing up to 
an event, a dinner party, something like that, and being overdressed. So I like to take something a little bit more formal, like a long dress, and to kind of casual it up a little bit. So the way that I do that is I would pair a long dress with loafers instead of high heels. Um, a cute like little preppy loafer. And then instead of wearing, you know, a really formal jacket of sorts, I'd maybe pair the dress with a little cardigan and wear some dainty jewelry and call it a day. You look put together, but you also don't look too put together. Like if somebody saw you in the grocery store, they wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Like, why are they this dressed up to be in the grocery store? You'd be like, oh, they look cute in the grocery store. But then you can also see somebody wearing that outfit at a dinner party and be like, this also makes sense. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I judge whether or not I'm overdressing for something is like, what would somebody think of me if they saw me in the grocery store right now? Is this too much for the grocery store? If the answer is yes, then, you know, I I tend to kind of dial it down a little bit. But if you're also like, I want to go all out and I want to dress the fuck up and I want to look like I'm going to a 1920s flapper dinner. That's a bad example. Um, If you want to look like you're going to your senior prom to your holiday party and that's what feels right to you, baby, do not let me get in your way. I just get anxiety about overdressing. But if you don't get anxiety about it, you should run it because the thing is nobody actually cares and people love to feast their eyes upon an exciting outfit. So you definitely won't be embarrassing yourself. I just get anxiety about it. Whatever. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone, but talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. Next, somebody said, 
How to style things easily without it looking like you pulled random things from your closet. This question makes a lot of sense to me because I think that the art of making a cohesive outfit is a lot more complicated than I think that we let on. Like making an outfit look balanced and properly put together is actually very complicated and it's a very delicate balance and it's not easy. It takes a little bit of thought, you know what I mean? The way that I tend to do it is that I will start with a statement piece. It might be a jacket, it might be a sweater, it might be a pair of pants that are maybe a little bit more unique or interesting. I start with a staple piece and I decide like, okay, this is gonna be my foundation for my outfit. So let's say, you know, the foundation of my outfit is a red leather jacket, right? I'm gonna build now around this red leather jacket. So red is a very bold color, right? So I'm gonna go into my closet and I'm gonna try to find some more muted pieces to wear with it. So I might wear a khaki pair of Dickies and a white tank top underneath the red leather jacket because those two pieces kind of let the red leather jacket shine. And then for shoes, you know, I might wear a white pair of sneakers to tie in the white of my tank top. And then for my accessories, I'm going to lean towards brown accessories to complement the pants that I'm wearing that are kind of khaki. And so I might wear like a light brown bag and a light brown pair of sunglasses. And the kind of underlying theme of picking out a cohesive outfit is making sure that everything is balanced. So like matching your shirt to your shoes and then matching your pants to your bag and then letting your jacket be the pop of color. Or another example would be maybe wearing a monochromatic outfit where your pants, jacket, and top all are the same color and then all of your extra pieces of your outfit are the same color. So like your shoes, jacket, bag, glasses are all the same color so that you have balance, right? It's all about balance in outfits and it's all about making sure everything ties in together. So let's say you're wearing like a really crazy bold sweater, a sweater that has a bunch of different colors in it. And you're like, how the fuck do I build an outfit around this? Like it's just so overwhelming. Don't let it be overwhelming. Let's say your sweater is red, green, blue, and white and brown. First step, go into your closet and try to find a pair of pants that's one of those colors. It could be any of those colors. It doesn't matter. All right, now you have your pants. Now go into your shoe area and try to find a pair of shoes that's one of those colors. Preferably not the color of your pants. Okay, now look around. All right, now you got that pair of shoes. So let's say, you know, you decided to do blue pants to tie in the blue from the sweater and 
brown shoes to tie in the brown of your sweater. Okay, now you're like, now I just need to accessorize. Find an accessory that is one of the colors on the sweater that you haven't used yet for pants or shoes. So let's say, for example, that's a red bag. So throw on a red bag. Now you have a cohesive outfit that feels right when you look at it. It feels right because there's a balance of colors um, and everything ties in together. It's, a, it's, it's definitely something that takes like practice, you know what I mean? Um, and just playing around with stuff and kind of forcing yourself to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's all a balance of colors and textures and making sure that, you know, you're being thoughtful of making everything, you know, cohesive. But you got this. Somebody said, I'm going out this year on New Year's Eve and I want to look cute, but I just can't wear heels all night. What do I do? This is when you whip out the platform shoe, baby. Platform shoes have like the same effect as heels in in the sense that they give you a little bit of height, obviously make you a little bit taller. Um, but they also kind of dress up and spice up an outfit and add a level of dimension and sophistication to an outfit but the thing about platform shoes is that they're just simply not uncomfortable like they're so comfortable I wear platform shoes all the time um, on a daily basis I have literally worn platform shoes around New York you know and walked around five miles and not even blinked an eye or thought twice about the fact that I was wearing platform shoes they're so comfortable and they're still kind of badass you know what I mean they still have like the badass quality of a high heel but it's just 10 times more comfortable um i actually prefer the way the platform boots or shoes look to heels i don't really like how heels look on me and i feel weird when i wear them so like platform shoes are the perfect remedy for that problem somebody said how do you find your personal style without feeling the pressure to only wear what's trending i think the key to this is uh to change where you find your inspiration for clothing. You know, like there's a lot of places that you can find inspiration for clothing. One of them might be on the mannequins at a store. You know, one might be on Instagram or on YouTube or wherever. Like there's so many places to find inspiration for outfits. Just start to curate where you get that inspiration from. You know, if you're like, eh, I don't want to be trendy. I don't want to do the trendy stuff. Start looking at old magazines, old TV shows. Start looking into the past. Like, what were people wearing 50 years ago? And, and like, look at things that are timeless. You know what I mean? Like, go look at an... 80s magazine and see if there's anything in there that sparks any interest to you and even if it's not necessarily a full outfit just start looking at individual pieces and stuff like that another thing that you can do is start playing around in your own closet start mixing and matching stuff for fun like do this is like a little activity for like an hour on a Sunday you know what I mean and just go into your closet and start mixing stuff together and just experiment 
Like genuinely just experiment with no rules. Force yourself to try to come up with something new. I used to do that. You know, I would like kind of experiment. And sometimes, you know, I would miss the mark a bit and like my outfit would look kind of weird. But that was all a part of, you know, figuring out my own personal style. It was all a part of that journey. And so the first step to finding your own personal style is looking away from all things that are trending. Stop looking at the trending pages on clothing websites. Stop taking inspiration from people that you see on Instagram and take the matters into your own hands. Start experimenting by yourself. Somebody said, what were some of your favorite clothing pieces from this past year? A lot of these items are actually on my Macy's list at macy's.com slash Emma. So if you want to go shop any of them, you totally can. Um, But some of my highlights this year were number one, Ugg boots. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. They are so fucking comfortable and I love them. And I honestly think that when styled correctly, they can actually be cute and fashionable. So shockingly enough, Ugg boots have been one of my highlights of this year. Um, Another highlight has been cashmere. Now, listen, I know cashmere. It's like, Emma, shut the fuck up. I know, but I've always been somebody that loves knitwear. Like I love um, knitwear, but I hadn't really explored cashmere until this year. And oh my God, it's, it's my favorite material ever. And there's actually a thrift store that I go to that sells used cashmere sweaters for pretty affordable. I mean, cashmere is an expensive material, but you can find it at thrift stores for far, far cheaper. And um, that's what I've been doing. And so I have a bunch of cashmere sweaters that I've been wearing that are just like, they feel so good on my body. Like it just, they feel so good. And it's such a luxurious material, but you can totally buy it from thrift stores and get it for 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Where it would normally be more expensive. But if you're like, no, I want to buy new cashmere. Um, you know, there are endless places to do that as well. The thing about cashmere is that it's just, it's so light, but it's so warm and it's not scratchy or itchy. And you know, they're like cashmere pants are incredible. Cashmere sweaters are incredible. Like cashmere is just, I, I totally was, I thought it was stupid. I was like, why it's so expensive and for what? But then, you know, I I bought a pair of cashmere pants and that's what kind of started me on my cashmere journey. And now I'm obsessed with it and I think it's the best material on the planet. I mean, I've also been wearing a lot of Levi's and I mean, I always wear Levi's. I've been wearing Levi's for years, but like those just never fail me and they last forever and they're just like the most perfect you know denim closet staple and like I just I've never like I just I don't know what else to say like it's just they're Levi's you know what I mean what do you what else is there to say 
Somebody said, can we normalize never dressing up? I really think that when it comes to clothes, at the end of the day, clothes are simply meant to make you feel comfortable. Like, that's it. And that should always be your goal. You know, what do I feel comfortable in, in this given moment? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. And so if you feel the most comfortable in more pajama, more casual style clothing, then that's what you should wear because life is too fucking short and wearing clothes that make you feel uncomfortable will completely diminish your confidence. Like I tend to feel more confident and more comfortable in more comfortable clothing personally. So like on a day-to-day basis, you're not going to see me in like a super fashion forward outfit. 90% of the time, if you see me in public, I'm probably wearing sweatpants, yoga pants, leggings, Ugg boots, like sweatshirts, things like that. Like that's what I feel the most comfortable in. And that's what I tend to feel the most myself in is in really comfortable clothing. And that shows, you know, to people around me because when I'm wearing clothes that feel comfortable to me, I'm more confident. I'm more carefree in a sense. And I'm not thinking about what I'm wearing. I'm just thinking about existing in the moment. I'm not thinking about my fucking clothes. You know what I mean? That's the last thing I'm thinking about. But then sometimes like I feel more comfortable, a little bit more dressed up. Like, let's say I'm going out to dinner. I might actually feel more comfortable going out to dinner in a more dressed up outfit. And so that's what I'll put on. Because if I showed up to dinner in leggings and Ugg boots, I would actually feel worse. I would feel uncomfortable. That wouldn't feel right to me. Um, Even though that felt right to me, you know, six hours prior when I was at the grocery store, when I go out to dinner, I feel most comfortable in a little bit more of a put together outfit, you know, where I'm wearing real pants like jeans or something like that or a skirt. And I put a little bit more thought into my outfit. That's how I feel more comfortable when I'm going out to dinner. So like you just have to listen to, you know, your body and just like trust yourself. Like what do I feel most comfortable in right now? And wear that because the thing is, is that When you're wearing an outfit that's uncomfortable to you, emotionally or physically, that's all you're going to think about. And you're not going to be as lighthearted and free-spirited. And you're not going to be able to just enjoy yourself in whatever given scenario that you're in. To kind of break off into a tangent here, like I'll give an example about when I go out to parties, which doesn't happen very often, but it does sometimes. When I'm going to parties, you know, I don't really like to dress super revealing, right? Like, and and listen, there's nothing against dressing in a more revealing way to go out to a party at all. I I don't judge at all. That's not my point here. It's just that for me, I don't feel as comfortable doing that. But I know that there are a lot of people that like to be a little bit hotter when it's time to go out on a Saturday night. You know what I mean? They want to have a little skin showing that doesn't really make me feel good and 
I know that that's kind of like the norm when it comes to going out and partying, especially in L.A., you know, everybody's wearing their hottest outfit, their tightest clothes, you know, their most revealing clothes. Like, that's kind of the norm. And like, listen, I've tried to participate in that. I've tried to go out and wear tight, revealing clothing out. But although you would think that, you know, wearing a quote unquote hot outfit would make me feel more confident, it did the complete opposite. You know, I went out and I was like, I feel weird. Like, I don't feel like I'm being myself. Like, this feels so counterintuitive to me. Like, this doesn't feel right. And the whole the whole evening I was thinking about, you know, oh, like, do people think I, I, I look weird? Like, is this like too much? Like, do people think I'm trying too hard to fit in? Like, you know, also why is my, why are my pants so tight? And like, why are they riding up my asshole? And like, why am I really uncomfortable? You know, and like, that's all I could think about. Whereas if I go out in an outfit that feels comfortable to me, an example of that would be a cute pair of jeans, a cute boot of some sort, maybe a Doc Martin, you know, maybe something else, a cute boot of some sort, and a fun, like, tight, long sleeve mesh top that's, like, not that see-through, but maybe, like, a little bit, just to be a little bit spicy for a Saturday night, you know? That's something I feel more comfortable in. And, yeah, that might be, like, a little bit less, quote-unquote, hot, spicy Saturday grand night out. That might be a little bit less of that, right? But that's what I feel comfortable in. And when I go out in an outfit like that, I just feel comfortable. I feel like I'm me and I can just be myself and focus on trying to have fun to the best of my ability and talking to people and just hanging out instead of thinking about what I look like in my outfit and instead of feeling like I'm an imposter in a way and that I am wearing something that doesn't feel honest and true to me. Somebody said, what trends do you think will be happening in 2022? You know, I'm not the best at trend predicting, if I'm being honest. And I, I really don't even know like what the trends are anymore because I feel like there is so much going on in, in like the fashion world. Do you know what I mean? Like because of the internet, trends come and go so quickly and there are so many active trends at once that it's like, almost like the trend cycles of the past are gone. And I've actually talked about that before in an episode. But I think it's safe to say that, you know, things are getting just more and more out there because there's such an oversaturation of trends that I feel like, you know, people are really just getting more and more weird with it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, everything becomes boring so quickly it feels that I think what people are really going to be relying on is either being very you know kind of funky and extreme or being completely timeless and simple and I think that those directions are going to be the most popular in 2022 because I feel like things have just gotten so overly saturated and there's just constantly trends coming and going every week. You know what I mean? It's impossible to keep up with. And so I think that people are really going to start going in their own direction. And 
you know, coming up with weird, unique shit on their own or just falling back on the traditional timeless stuff. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, you might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients like 99% pure melatonin to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol, sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. This episode is brought to you by Adidas. Whether you're a professional athlete or lacing up a pair of sneakers for the first time, everyone feels pressure, okay? For me, it started when I was a young tween. There were a lot of pressures that I experienced as a cheerleader, not only from coaches, but also from within. You want to be good because you're like, if I'm not, then what am I doing with all this time that I'm dedicating to this thing? The only problem was, even though I did well under the pressure, the pressure still made me miserable and it made me anxious. But it wasn't until I got older that I realized that sports should be where you escape pressure, not feel it. For me now, it's less about perfection and being the best, and it's more about doing what feels good and what makes me happy. With the right mindset, you can beat anything, including pressure. You got this. Visit adidas.com slash you got this to learn more. Somebody said, what's your opinion on people who say that you can't repeat clothes? I hate that like for some reason we all decided to agree that like you're not supposed to repeat clothes. I hate this sentiment. It's so dumb to me. Like, and it's so not smart. It's not a productive sentiment, right? Like, it's actually quite harmful because the truth of the matter is we don't need 500 pairs of pants in our closet. We don't. We don't need 500 different shirts in our closet. We just don't. But for whatever reason, the collective of humanity has weirdly decided that repeating an outfit is like a bad thing. I don't know why, because it's so not true. You know, it's so wasteful, truly, to have a surplus of clothing. And let me tell you, I am completely guilty of this. I have so much more clothing than I need. Absolutely. I'm not saying that I am like exempt from this. I am completely guilty of this. But I'm actually learning to kind of change my ways a little bit. Um, and over the past few months, I've been slowly but surely donating clothing to people that need it, you know, because I don't fucking need it. I don't need, I, I could live off of three pairs of jeans, three tank tops, and like three jackets and like that be it. You know, I could totally live off of that. There's no need for me to have as much clothing as I have. And, you know, I now realize that. And so I'm getting rid of a bunch of shit because I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with wearing the same thing almost every single day. And, you know, if there's a special event coming up and I want to dress up or if I see something really cool at a thrift store that I want to wear 
you know, for a few months and then donate back to the thrift store, then I'll do that. But I don't, I, I'm trying to, you know, reduce my consumption in a way uh, for my own well being because having a bunch of clutter in your home um, in any way is stressful and clothing is no exception but also because it's unnecessary. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'll repeat an outfit 700 times. In fact, I do it. I wear blue jeans and a white fucking tank top almost every day. Like seriously, like that is my uniform. I wear that almost every single day. Um, and I love it and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I don't care if people are getting bored of it. I don't care if the people that see me on a daily basis are like, Emma, are you seriously wearing that again? I don't give a fuck. I'm done with the sentiment that you can't repeat outfits. It's so stupid. And I understand why, you know, there's a pressure to always come wearing something fresh and new, but it's just unnecessary. You know, like if you have a piece of clothing in your closet, wear that thing to death. Wear that thing over and over and over and over again until you're ready to donate it to somebody else who could wear it and love it just as much as you. You know what I mean? When I was growing up, you know, like I used to buy one pair of shoes per year and one pair of jeans and like one sweatshirt and I'd wear it. I'd wear those things like every single day for the whole entire year until they were ripping and falling apart and it was time to get new ones. And I kind of want to bring that back into my life, you know, in a way like wearing stuff until I need to replace it instead of having this abundance of stuff and nothing ever really getting used to its full capacity. Um, and I mean, to a certain extent, like, you know, there is an element to my job in a way that kind of forces me to explore fashion in, in ways that require me to kind of buy things you know what I mean and like wear them and experiment with things you know like that's a part of in a way my job which I mean I don't really think it is like I think I make it a part of my job it doesn't need to be like I could literally wear a white tank top and blue jeans on Instagram every time I post an Instagram photo and nobody would I don't think it matters but like you know for me I have fun exploring new fashion trends and new outfits and stuff like that for Instagram and and for and that sounds so stupid and weird, but it's true. You know what I mean? I like exploring new fashion stuff um, for the purpose of the internet more than for the purpose of me. Um, although I will wear, you know, fun outfits out here and there on a day to day basis. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not wearing anything beyond mediocre. Right. And I'm OK with that. Um but yeah, there is this sort of complexity for me where I'm like, on one hand, you know, experimenting with fashion and stuff like that is a big part of my life and I want to continue doing that. But how can I do it in a way that's a little bit more responsible? I'm still trying to work out the kinks of it all, you know, but I think that the biggest key for me is to be constantly donating my clothes to thrift stores or to people who need it. You know what I mean? And letting my clothing live on and not just collect dust in my closet. 
somebody said, most of the girls around me dress skin showy. And I've been recently heavily influenced and started dressing like that as well. It doesn't make me feel the best, but I feel like it's the only way that guys will like me and I will be socially accepted. I totally understand this pressure and I've felt this before too. And again, you know, there's nothing wrong with the girls that want to dress showing a little bit more skin. But for somebody like you and I, we just don't feel right like that. And that's totally okay. The truth is, if you want to make friends and to be, you know, accepted socially, the thing that is the most important when trying to accomplish that is confidence. And if you're wearing an outfit that doesn't feel right to you and doesn't make you feel confident and it doesn't feel true to you, you're not going to be confident and you're not going to emanate this confidence, right? And people are attracted to confidence. They're not attracted to the fact that, you know, you got a little boobs out. That's not what people are attracted to. Maybe initially, you know, like maybe when we're, you know, I think it would be ignorant to say that at when we're young, you know, that like initial attraction um, isn't a little bit more surface level, okay? Because sorry, but like hormones are raging, okay, when you're young and like it's it's a really it's a really uh, terrible time. But initially, somebody might be like, "Oh wow, like you know, so and so looks really like really good in this outfit because they're kind of showing some skin." And like that might maybe make somebody initially attracted to you. But it really comes down to what type of conversation you have. And when you're having a conversation, the clothing that you're wearing doesn't matter. And so you need to wear what makes you feel comfortable. The conversations that you have with people are going to outweigh whatever the fuck that you're wearing and what you're wearing should just enhance your confidence in whatever way that 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 makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like your clothing should just make you feel even more confident in yourself. And if it's not doing that, then it's not serving the right purpose. Somebody said, before going shopping, I tell myself that I should prepare outfits in my mind when I buy the clothes. But then when I go to the store, I end up buying things that doesn't match anything I have in my wardrobe. What should I do? It sounds like to me that you're kind of in the process of evolving your style, you know, and that the stuff in your closet now doesn't match the stuff that you want to wear now. And so that's a great sign that you might want to do a little closet clean out. Clean out your closet, start fresh, and then start mapping out on Pinterest or something like that what your new style is, you know what I mean? And then start to look at reoccurring pieces. So let's say in all of the outfits that you saved to your new Pinterest board, you're wearing some form of denim. Okay, now it's time to go out and find a really good pair of denim. Okay, that will match all of, you know, the things that fit into your new taste and your evolved taste. And maybe in a lot of the outfits you're wearing, you know, a button up white shirt and you're layering with a button up white shirt. Go and find a solid button up white shirt. I think to me, you know, it just sounds like your current closet is fighting with where your style is evolving to 
right? Like they don't match. And that's why there's a problem there. So I think what you need to do is kind of start fresh. Start rebuilding your base wardrobe to match these new pieces that you're excited about. Somebody said, I feel like I wear the same four colors every day, but I don't know how to slowly branch out without spending a ton of money at once. This is when you need to start having fun with cheap accessories. You know, like go and get yourself like a cute pair of, you know, random earrings that are colorful or go and buy yourself like a cute and colorful tote bag or a cute and colorful pair of sunglasses. Lean into the accessories of it all. You can go thrifting. You can go to, you know, a store that's a little bit more affordable. Accessories can be very cheap. You know what I mean? Because they're they're small, you know? And so that's a really great place to start is with accessories. Um, and that really can help you start to feel more comfortable with branching out when it comes to colors and stuff like that. Because it's a, it's a very small commitment to commit to a new color of like a pair of sunglasses, you know what I mean? To branch out in these small ways. It's a lot smaller of a commitment than like starting to buy like bright colored pants and bright colored sweaters and stuff like that. That might be a little bit more intimidating when you see them in your closet. You might not reach for them. Whereas reaching for a statement pair of sunglasses that's maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone is a little bit more approachable and a little bit less scary. So I think step one is to start exploring accessories and they don't need to be expensive accessories are one of the few things that I think really truly don't need to be expensive you don't need to spend more than 30 bucks on a pair of sunglasses if you don't want same thing with a bag you can buy a cute bag for pretty affordable Somebody said, I'm having difficulty on what to pair with my tops and bottoms. Like which color combos are great to mix and match? I think that there are so many ways to do it. Like there's infinite ways to do it. But some of my favorite ways to balance the colors in my tops and bottoms is number one, as I mentioned earlier, to do something kind of monochromatic, you know, match my top to my bottom, so make it pretty much the exact same color. So that might be wearing a white pair of pants with a white top, or a blue pair of pants with a blue top, something like that. That's kind of foolproof, but sometimes that can be a little bit intense, and I don't necessarily always like to do that. I think that when it comes to, you know, pairing things with denim, you can pretty much do no wrong with denim. Like with denim, I, I really truly believe you can pair any color with blue denim and like you can't go wrong same thing with even like a white or black pair of pants I really don't think that you can go wrong um like when I'm wearing a white pair of pants I like to lean a little bit more preppy and nautical with my color scheme so you know I might pair white pants with like pastel colors or a pop of red or a pop of blue for a sort of nautical look. And if I'm wearing black pants, you know, I might want to wear a more muted outfit uh, with like a gray top or um, a kind of neutral color top like cream or beige or brown. Or if I'm going the black pant route, I might wear 
a top that's kind of more of a statement top, something with a lot of pattern on it, um, because the black pants kind of work as a great background piece to my said statement top. I really don't think you can go wrong. I mean, honestly, I think that like, if you're wearing a simple pair of pants, pretty much any top can go with it. Don't hold yourself back. Trust your instinct. If you look in the mirror and you're like, this feels right, it's probably right. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to like make things match perfectly and do, you know, be this perfect balance because the truth of the matter is you're going to be the harshest judge. And so just be intuitive with it and do what feels right. Somebody said advice on not having a permanent style. I think by this you mean like how to have a constantly evolving sense of style. I think that a great way to do this is to constantly be cycling things through your closet in a way. I think that it's good always to have like a few staple pieces in your closet. You know what I mean? Go to a store and buy, you know, a really solid pair of jeans and a really solid few basic tops and stuff like that for layering and maybe have one pair of staple shoes but with the rest of the stuff in your closet let that circulate in and out you know every six months go into your closet and do a clean out and donate it and replace those pieces that you got rid of with new fresh pieces and you don't need to spend a lot of money you know you can go and buy things secondhand um a strategy that I use a lot is that when it comes to my staples in my closet, my staples tend to be pieces that I bought from a store that makes clothing really durable and really long lasting and really reliable. Like for jeans, you know, I always love to have Levi's for tops. I may spend a little bit of extra money to like get a nice white top that fits right and like is a thick material that'll last me a long time, you know? And then when it comes to things like sweaters and jackets and um, accessories, those are things that I'll go out and I'll thrift, you know, instead because they're cheaper, but they're also more disposable. And they're something that like, you know, I can re-donate back to the thrift store when I'm done with them um, or donate elsewhere to a better cause. Like, you know, just like having really good quality stable pieces in your closet and then buying, you know, things from the thrift store that are maybe a little bit more stylized, you know, and then getting rid of those when they've served their purpose and returning them back to where I got them and then moving on and getting more stuff. It's almost like kind of like a library, you know what I mean? But not really, but sort of. It's like, Think about going out and buying stylized pieces from the thrift store or from wherever store as like, okay, I'm going to buy these pieces and then I'm going to at some point donate them and replace them with more stylized pieces that match my style as it evolves. Anyway, you guys, that is all the fashion advice I have for today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it was in some way useful. Um, if not, feel free to 
reprimand me in whatever way you feel fit, you can tweet me at AG Podcast and say, Emma, I learned fucking nothing from your podcast. And I will respond and say, I am so sorry. Um, how can I make it up to you? And we will figure something out. I'm kidding. But no, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back every week and hanging out with me. I hope that you enjoyed this extra episode. Thank you again to Macy's for sponsoring this episode. You can check out some of my favorite things on Macy's website at macy's.com slash Emma. I made a list and there's a bunch of fun stuff on there. Um, Macy's is incredible. It's just like the perfect one-stop shop for fucking anything. So go check that out. Um, you can subscribe to Anything Goes or follow Anything Goes on any platform that you listen to podcasts. You can follow Anything Goes on Twitter at AG Podcast. And you can leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts if you would like to. And let me know what you think of the podcast. And that's all I got. Thank you guys for hanging out. We will talk very soon.